You do the intro. All right, here we go. All things sports with myself, Mr. Spinecki, Mr. Ferrone, Mr. Freeman. How are we doing today? Freeman's not with us yet. He's coming. Just sat down, I think. So he's good. To there go. he is. Yes, bro. Just making my dinner. All right, all right. For those of you that are tuning in right now, the start of something, the start of something big, boys. The first day, let's get it going. A few years from now, we're gonna look back and watch the empire we created with just this one recording. Or you guys may never hear. Or it could this be maybe a one or done. Could be one or done. Could be one or done. Could be. Let's, 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 let's kick this off. All right, we're gonna dive into all kinds of sports. And let's do it right now. So, first topic: Why all-star games, dunk contests, and three-point contests, and such, are just complete shit now? And I'll let I'll let Matthew take this one away because I know he's got a lot to say about this one. I do have a lot to say about this one. Thanks, but uh, I'll start off kind of slow. But I'll let you guys take it over. But my main thing about why. I, th- I think it's not more about like the, the three point contest and the skills. I don't think it's as bad. I think it's more of the, I think it's more of a dunk contest, which is a big problem for me. I mean, from what it was back then to what it is now, it's just absolutely astonishing how bad it is. In my opinion, I think that the people that are even in it, I can't even name three of the guys that are solid NBA players and compared to like Michael Jordan and solid guys that played in it back then. But I, I mean, I don't even know what the reason is or what the reason is behind why it's so bad, but I just think it's gotten significantly worse than what it used to be. What do you guys think about that? The I, mean, I think it's, I mean, I think it's awful because they're adding all, I mean, first of all, the guys that are in a dunk contest. A lot of them are rookies and younger guys half the time. And it's usually, you know, fans don't really want to see it. Fans are looking for more established stars and I, like Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine, like that was prime dunk contest that was prime Dwight Howard Superman like those were prime events and now it's just like yeah like Cash Stanley has bounced but you know we're not really trying to see that we're trying to see more extravagant dunks and it's just like getting really boring so I, I think the bigger problem is the actual all-star game because these guys I think it's social media or something but these guys are all just too scared to be put on a highlight reel on the wrong end and none of them try in the slightest like defense they're just standing there they're walking up and down the court just jacking i mean it almost looks like you almost look like an idiot if you are trying and it's just ruined the entire game i mean they have no reason to try you look at like mlb used to like the winning team would get home field advantage um nfl doesn't matter nhl doesn't matter there's no incentive none at all I think it was two years ago, though. I, I'd said this before we even went on this. We went on this podcast. I said two years ago, I think it was. Yes, it when was. Yeah. That was, I thought, an unreal game. The last year, I started jacking it from half court. It was Damon Step just going one after the other, jacking from half court. And then it's more of that now. The one yeah. thing I will say is the Rising Stars Challenge one actually got a lot better this year with the little tournament setup. Yeah, that was a great idea. I, creative was. Because it was such a short, like, they're playing a 50 or 25, like, because you got a short sample size, they actually were putting an effort and actually playing some defense. And I, I'd rather see that than flashy dunks and wide open threes. I don't care if they're fucking playing terrible. I mean, I just want to see some effort. I mean, the way I see it is these younger guys, they're trying to establish themselves. And the older guys, they just they don't want to get hurt. I feel like it's that simple. There's no reason for them to play. And these younger guys with 
you know, not as much recognition. They just want to get their name out there. But that's why when you said about the younger guys in the dunk contest, like, wouldn't you think that since the younger guys, like, wouldn't you think since they're young trying to prove like they're trying to like get their name and kind of like kind of build their brand, I guess. Why wouldn't the young guys try to like, what do you think the reason is as to why the dunk contest? It's not a younger guy dunk contest though. It's just a general dunk contest. No, no, I'm just saying in general, the dunk, why do you think a dunk contest in general from what it was to what it is now? What is the reason why you think it's so much worse? I don't think anyone wants to risk getting injured, even though it's never happened in the dunk contest. (laughs) Yeah. I have a question actually in regards to this. Like, I mean, we all know how terrible a pro bowl is too. Like, would you say, the NBA All-Star game is more entertaining to watch than the Pro Bowl? Or do you think that's just like... Pro Bowl is pathetic. Pro the Pro Bowl's worse than... Pro Bowl is a ballet recital with helmets on. It's actually... <laughs> they shouldn't even have... There shouldn't even be a Pro Bowl in the NFL, honestly. Well, there's more of a reason. There's, they're all season shorter and the injuries, I actually see a reason, but there shouldn't be one, I agree. Yeah, yes. they have an excuse because most of those guys that get out in the regular season have a month off where they're just on vacation with their families and all of a sudden they just get thrown into a game I get that, but the NBA, their, their mid-season form, they had a week off, and it's literally one game. I mean, at least go like 75%. Yeah, good points all around. Probably all right, the next topic, everyone knows this, but LeBron basically saying he's going to play with his son, LeBron James Jr., Bronny, as soon as he makes the league. Thoughts? Is Bronny even a good prospect? What do we think about this? What do we got, think teams are going to do? I've got a question for you guys. Um, with Bronny, I mean, I, I could see him I could see him being an NBA player, but he still is a little undersized, I feel like. If he's like a second-round pick projected, you think a team snags him like top 10 just to secure LeBron for like a year or two? We were actually – we were – us three, before you came on, Jack, we were just talking about that. Literally, we were just saying that – we were had the question if teams are going to tank just to add LeBron, uh, just to add Bron in order to get LeBron. I mean, literally, it's a two for one. It's two. Yeah, I, I mean, but but you're also you're also have to consider LeBron in two years from now. I mean, I I love LeBron. I always like LeBron. I'm just saying, LeBron in two years from now. I don't know if it's still going to be. I still think it's going to be worth it to have LeBron on your team, but it's not the same LeBron you're going to get. Like, I, I mean, how I wouldn't necessarily take. Huh? Bronny. LeBron James. No, Bron's his son is drafted. Bronny has two years. He has two years left. Yeah, two oh, years, I'm saying. LeBron's still an all-star right now. He'll probably still be playing at a close to an all-star level, if not an all-star level. But, uh, yeah, I guess. I think it's and more also, just for them to play. It's like that Tom Brady effect. When you have LeBron on your team, it's a it attracts all the free agents. Play, veterans will come take a pay cut to play for you. I mean. It's also just like the fact that it's LeBron James. It doesn't matter. Like, he's still going to produce no matter what, but he's a GM. Essentially, he brings in other guys too, and I'm not saying it's always successful, but I think that's a very valued the GM. trait. That yeah, I think he's I mean, I mean, on the All Star team. He dropped a significantly better team, in my opinion, like by a ton in the All Star team. He got the better team. I mean, if a team does tank for Bronny, they're essentially doing what the Rams did, going all in. You know, he's. I don't think LeBron plays more than one season with his son, and. If his son, you know, know, isn't really a top 15 pick, but someone takes him first overall just to get that one year of LeBron, that's a waste of a pick you, if we don't want it that going, year. What do you think is going through Brownie's mind? Like, he's got all these guys that are better than him and more talented, and all of a sudden, Brownie James, first overall pick. That's what I mean, I mean, he's dealt with that his whole life, though. I mean, he's always been LeBron James' yeah. son. He's always had to deal with that throughout all his AAU games and everything. He's always been a LeBron James' son. I think there's a lot of pressure on Brownie now, and honestly, he's not – 
a top prospect. He'll probably be a first round pick, but he, he's not being mentioned nah, as a top prospect. So I mean, let's not even say that. What if he's a what if he's projected to be like an undrafted guy and he's a complete bust, but teams are just like, fuck it, we want LeBron. He's gonna get dude, he could be like it very well happen. The worst player in history, and someone will still take him. If one of us were named Brownie jo- Brownie Jr., we'd probably be in the NBA. Probably. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, so let's go to the next topic. Our last one. Talk about some NFL offseason rumors. Um Russell Wilson's future up in the air. Aaron Rodgers up in the air. 49ers, what are they going to do? There's a lot going on. So what do, you, what do you guys think is, uh, you know, your biggest lock that's going to happen prediction-wise? Well, Rodgers comes back. What would you say? I said Rodgers my input for last. I think Russell Wilson gets traded to Philly for two firsts and Andre Dillard. Wow. Um, hmm. The Eagles have the draft capital and over 30 million in cap space. Russell Wilson is not happy in Seattle. They've been stagnant for the last few years. Philly's got a young core. I see it happening. The Eagles have one of the most aggressive front offices in all sports. Howie's not afraid to make that move. And also, what's two first round picks when you're drafting Jalen Rieger in the first? And there goes Jack. You kick him? All right, so we lost. We lost Jack. I did not kick him. Um, we that was lost a weird him. time. And the Eagles were talking. Oh, the Eagles talking. We lost him. Damn. He, he'll join up again. Um, so yeah, Brandon, how about how about your take? I mean, I saw what Schefter was saying to everyone, and you know the Packers are willing to kind of mess around with their cap in the future, like the Saints did, and do what it takes. You know, go do what the Rams did. Go all in, not just kind of try to preserve their future while kind of going all in, giving him a good team, but not a um, ridiculous team. I mean, I just think with all the news that's coming out recently, I don't see why he wouldn't come back. Yeah, I mean, that could definitely happen. I think um, my biggest, I think, you know, I think Russell Wilson's on the move and I think he's going to end up being a Washington commander. Now um, I really think that, they're a quarterback away from being a contending, not a contender, but being a playoff team. Uh, they really have every other position filled up, really. And I think he's the guy that they should really go all in for. Um, so I think it's going to be him going to Washington. Do you think Chase Young could be in that package? No. I don't think there's any chance they give up on Chase, but I do think that they can I don't think it'd be considered Right, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't see that. I think they would definitely send some picks over, maybe a couple better. I, I don't know, but I definitely see Russ being in a Commanders jersey next year. Matt, Russ situation, but I do know a lot about the other guy you named, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, yeah. you know that that's my guy, and I love him. And I follow him, but. As far as the best fit, you're asking, like where I think he's gonna go. Like, what, are you asking, like where do I think he's gonna be on next year? He, well, the question was like, who do we think is the most? What is the like most guaranteed offseason move? If I remember, I mean, for him, yes. for Rodgers, I mean, I don't even know if it's you can't really. He only, only he's the only guy that knows that. I mean, nobody knows what he's gonna do. As far as what I think is the best fit for him, I think that it's either like I said, staying Green Bay or going to going to the Denver Broncos, but. I, I have no I, I can't predict where he's gonna go. I don't even know where Wilson's gonna go. I have no idea. 
I know the Bovada odds were – he was favored to go to Denver. That was what it was. But that was uh, pre all this news. Yeah, yeah, just, that quarterback coach for him also. Chime in here. I, I think he goes to Denver. I think they hired Hackett specifically to target him. Um, I think they're also a uh, – they're, they're just a QB away from being an actual contender. I think they go all in for him. They're also <laughs> – Very similar to Washington being – Does Adams go with QB him then? Maybe. Absolutely. I, I don't think so. I think that's a lot for them to take on. I see Adams going to Vegas to play with his college Derek teammate, Carr. Derek Carr. But, you know, it's all, it's all crazy. Going to Denver also be kind of, a, I think, good. And I think it's a bad choice also because they you have Mahomes and Herbert and just in your division. You have other guys like Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson also is in the AFC. And the NFC with Brady gone now. I mean, who knows when he comes back, if he comes back. But with Brady gone on NFC, and I don't really see any guy getting in the way of Rodgers this year or any other year in the NFC going forward. I think we'll see about that. All right, let's go to the next topic. <clears throat> Switch it up a little bit. Let's go to college basketball. Who we like, who we think is going all the way, sleeper teams. Let's lay it all out right now. I'll let one of you start. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. I think that Candace is the most complete team. They're really good. I think they're the most complete team this they year. They are very good. There's a lot of good teams, but I think I, I just love the way McCormick plays, the center, Oche Abaji, and I love Bron. I love Bill Self. I love what he has there. And I think they're one of the most complete teams by far in this tournament this year. The only problem that's stopping them is themselves, I think. I think they're a great, great team this Brandon, year. Brandon, what about you? I, I don't have a sleep. I mean, <clears throat> I feel like Gonzaga has to be the favorite, but how often does the favorite win? They always choke. I mean – there's a lot of good teams. Auburn looks good. They're in a little slump, but they'll get through it. Yeah, I think um, this is this may not get a lot of love here, but I think Purdue is really built to win it all this year. I think they have the experience. I think they have literally every position down. I think Ivy's and Edie are both unstoppable, especially when they get hot. And then they got role players like Hunter, and all, they are. They're big. Ready. They and they've they've choked. been choking. They've always choked in the past. It's not Venice. I just feel like, right. I mean, I just think they're due. I just I really mean, think dude, they're Purdue, due. They're big, big experienced, and they're well coached. I think that's three very big things you have to have in the tournament going forward. And I think, I think Painter's a great coach. Home. Exactly. I think Painter's well a great coach. They have yeah. the height and they're experienced. Yeah. So that's that would be my pick. And then Jack's obviously having some technical <laughs> difficulties. So. Let's, let's let's switch it up. Also, to... Towson basketball. I'll, I'll go into that maybe next episode, <laughs> but I'll I'll say that for next episode. I think they do. I, I think they do. I, I was actually talking about that with someone today. I think they do make it. They've played a lot of these teams close. Yes, they have eleven losses, but they they have some quality wins, and they're they don't lose by much. They're a very great team. I could see them getting in as like maybe a ten seed. It's crazy. Oh, maybe. They were what preseason four or three? Yeah, they were. Um, I'm not too sure what they were. Let me let me confirm that. But they were definitely like top six. I'm pretty uh, sure. I mean, they have a coach as a UFC fighter, so that's also good. After what happened today, <laughs> that's also not a bad thing to have. Yeah. Like I said, Purdue right. needs to have height. Oh, welcome back, Jack Ron has just joined back. He's here, like LeBron to Cleveland. I'm back. <laughs> Computer died. We're up and running. We're in the charger. We're good to go. Yeah, I agree. With the big. 
but so I Jack, think he is the best. We were March just Madness. talking about we were just talking about who we think is going all the way in March Madness, um, whether it's like a sleeper team or like whatever. Who do you think is going to take it this year? Uh, I think it's I think it's wide open this year. Um, there's a few teams, a few sleeper teams. I like. I like Wisconsin a lot. Johnny Davis. I'm telling you, people are gonna hate on it. They can defend, and they're smart. They're, they're great in March Madness. Baylor's Baylor's got a nice team, but I think the biggest dark horse in this tournament. I'm telling you right now, Final Four. You heard it here first. The Marquette Golden Eagles will be Final Four. They're bring one home, Marcel. Bring one home. Justin Lewis has a balanced scoring attack. They can defend. Yeah. Should bring Brandon into this podcast. He'd like to talk on that topic. On that topic. Brandon's roommate. Yeah. All right. So those are all good picks. Let's uh, switch course a little bit. Let's go to the NBA. You know, who do you think is going all the way? What about like a finals prediction, maybe, and who's going to take it all? Uh, Obviously, with the Harden trade, there's a lot of questions in the East and the West. So what do you guys think? I couldn't tell. I really couldn't tell you. I think. I think I think that the biggest thing now, I mean, it's just injuries. I mean, I think that I don't even know. Does anybody know when Jamal Murray's gonna be coming back for the Nuggets? Anybody know about that injury? Jamal Murray? Soon. He's coming back soon. I think he's looking to play um before the playoffs. He hasn't played in a minute though. So I'm, I'm just saying guys back. like that, I don't even know who are healthy. Like these random ever since, ever since this video came out. I mean know. the Suns are obviously West is definitely a little more up for grabs. I think I think the Warriors get out of that side though. I think when Clay is fully back, healthy and uh the splash brothers running with them again. I mean, I think the Warriors at their best are are the best team in the league right now still. And then I think Harden and Embiid slowly become the best the best duo in basketball. I think they're gonna be lethal in the pick and roll. No. I think the Sixers, I think the Sixers see the Warriors in the finals. I really do. I disagree with that. I think the Warriors win. Simmons I don't think that I don't think that Donald's worker and Simmons together. Nah, what, what do you think? I was saying, Brent, you can go ahead. I was talking over you. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I was just saying, I mean, if Simmons can come back and actually, like, play, him, KD, and then Mr. McDonald's himself, part-time player, Kyrie, that's a pretty good trio. I agree. I don't think they I need mean, to have Ben Simmons play. can't be on the court, though, in the final four minutes. It's just going to be hack-a-shack, and he's going to go 0 for, 0 for 2 every time. I love Simmons on the Nets. I love so the fit. I don't think he has to do nearly as much as he had to in the past. I think he's surrounded by all scorers. I think this is a perfect situation for him. As long as he has confidence, I think he's going to really thrive in Brooklyn. And I don't know if they'll go this year because I think it's all too new for Simmons. I think he's such a big part of the team. I do have the war. I agree with Jack. I think the Warriors are getting out of the West. I think their experience with their young guys, they're, they're just, the, they have the most depth in the league. And, Steph oh, Clay and Draymond is just that. That's just like why is that? Mike Austin Wiggins is an All Star level player. Yeah, Jordan Poole, Wiggins, Jordan Poole, Payton. Steve Kerr is a great coach. Like, they're they're I I think my thing is with West. with Ben Simmons, dude. If he had just a a decent a, a competent mid range jumper, the guy would be absolutely unstoppable. He doesn't need I to agree. do that in Brooklyn. And the I thing agree. is, this guy he doesn't fucking all he does is play basketball 10 hours a day, every day of his life. And you're telling me he can't even make a free throw. I mean, 
an elbow jumper is all he needs with his I, athleticism. I, I agree. With, fan here. I agree. The Simmons take, but I, like I said, Ginger said, all, I, I don't think that. And when you have Kevin Durant and a healthy Kyrie Irving both playing on the sport, like your job is literally just to do with whatever it is to just not get in their way. Like those guys are the kind of players that would just take over games and be anything you need them to be offensively. I think the only thing that Simmons has to do is defend well, defend well, and rebound well. And that's it. The thing is, though, what my problem with Simmons is people people hype up his passing ability and his playmaking ability. To be a playmaker, you got to be able to draw the defense and you got to be able to draw a help side to kick it to the next guy and create some open space for your teammates. He's not getting any defensive attention because even if he gets a step on his defender, God knows he's not making a pull-up jumper. I mean, unless it's a wide-open paint paint shot or like a hook shot or a layup, I mean, the defense is not worried about him. So I'm not even worried is, about Jack, him. That's not what he's used is. for. He's used for the off. He's used for defensively, not offensive purposes, I don't think, at all. Yeah, he's I a great defender. defender. He's a great thing defender. The thing with Simmons is that as long as he learns how to penetrate, and as long as he knows basically that he has to drive. He can penetrate. I feel like he's a six foot ten guard who can drive to the hole. I feel like they're going to yeah. collapse. And at that point, he just has to have the confidence to do that because he's – you know, you saw in the playoffs last year, he was he wasn't shooting layups. I mean, he was passing yeah. up in open layups. I think it's a it's a mental thing that he really fucked up I his head. He needed a fresh start. He needed a new I start. Do he needs that, a fresh start. I do think that trade was honestly very beneficial to both sides. I think uh, Seth Curry, I mean, Seth Curry is the most most underrated player in the one of the most underrated players in the league. I don't think people give enough credit. I mean, he could take over games offensively, literally take over. And Drummond also I don't know what the Sixers, really. The Sixers traded for a thirty-three-year-old Harden. I mean, I don't get. I still think Harden's still one of the best scorers in the league. Harden's a beef, but when you guys say go far in the playoffs, as long as you have Doc Rivers, like I, I, Doc Rivers, and I don't think Harden can get it done in the playoffs. I don't care who he has. I think Embiid's a beast. But when the fourth quarter comes down to it, in the fourth quarter with Embiid and Harden, I just I I much rather have Kevin Durant or Kyrie taking a big shot for me in the big time moment. I mean, yeah, yes, I but more. I agree, Over, but and the Sixers haven't had that guy since really Jimmy Butler to be able to step up in crunch time. That's why they struggle in the playoffs. I don't like Harden. Harden has struggled in the playoffs, but there's no better one-on-one score in the game. And there's no double teams coming because Joel Embiid is just dominant in the paint. And they, you were talking about the Warriors being deep. The Sixers are also a very deep team. Maxi off the bench. Maxi's going to be a star in this league. Even even Niang, Korkmaz. I don't think they're that deep at all. They're shooters. They have their starting five, and who's coming off the bench? I don't care how many guys they have. Maxi, Korkmaz, Niang. Maxi starts. Huh? Maxi just starts. Maxi's been starting? Yeah, he's been starting. Maxi starts. Maxi Harden. I mean, they have thigh ball defense. It's Maxi Harden. Thibault's a great defender. I mean, they have Tobias. No, Jack, they definitely have. They required Millsap, too. Millsaps, Millsaps, Millsaps fine. Fine. They have what they need, but when it comes down to it, they're not going to – I don't see this team going all the way. I'd much I trust the Bucks or the Nets over them. I don't know. They have a lot of star power, but we'll, we'll find out. All right, let's go to the next topic. Hot takes. This could be any sport, anything, as hot as it can get. You know, let's, let's hear them. Let's hear them all. I'll let Jack go first. I think he's got a hot take brewing up there. Hot take? Hmm. Wow, put me on the spot. Let me think for a second. It's all good. I anyone think else? if anyone has, well, you got it. I think the three biggest quarterbacks in free agency, all three leave their leave their uh home team right now. I think Russell Wilson gets traded. 
Deshaun Watson, once he gets his legal uh, act cleaned up, he's 100% out of Houston. And even though it would just make sense for Rodgers to stay in Green Bay, I, I just think – I think he's ready to he's ready to get out of there. I think it's, it's too much turmoil in the front office. There's too much bad blood. And uh, I just think Rodgers is ready to take his talents anywhere else. I don't think Denver, but – because that division's so stacked with quarterbacks with Herbert and Mahomes, but I, I think I think there is no more twelve in Lambeau. I got another flaming hot take. That's it. That's it. Next year. Yep. One burrow injury away, and that happens. I agree. I mean, not even Burrow injury. Mason gets hurt, or if if anyone, I mean, Jamar gets hurt. Oh yeah, I'm hoping Jamar. That team's good. What's up? Sorry, you can go, Matt. If the Steelers, I mean, I, I think it's not. I mean, I, that's a very bold take. Yes, but that's it, a I mean, point. That's why, take. If the Steelers were to get a solid quarterback, like I think they will get, I don't think it's that crazy of a thing to say. Honestly, I think the Steelers are going to out the way. Seven and ten could be last place in that division. I mean, that's, a, that's not even saying they're going to be a shit show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't mind that take at all. Hmm. Matt? I'll switch things one. over to a different sport because I know that you guys don't like to talk. I mean, Brand likes us a lot. I'm just going to make a bold prediction about the uh, NHL championship and who I think is going to win the NHL. I'm going to go to the Washington Capitals to win the NHL this year. <laughs> Even though uh, they've had some problems with injuries and Brand can go into that a lot more and goal, goalkeeping a lot is really bad, but I think the Washington Capitals are winning the NHL this year. Let me tell you, they're going to need more than a miracle for that to happen. I just wanted to switch over to hockey a little bit, get a little, get a little ice talk. That is quite the hot take, yeah. I like to switch topics there, Matt. So much NFL. Right. We have some hockey fans like on this. This is, this is a pretty hot top hot take, um, but I love what they did in the off season. I love everything. This is NFL related. I love everything this team did personnel wise and you know free agency and the draft around the corner but i think the new york giants will make the playoffs next year wow i think they will make the playoffs what's your reason what is definitely the hottest of our team i i i never understood the hate behind daniel jones because of what he has dealt with Uh, his o-line literally is almost as bad as Joe Burrows was. He's been producing. If you look at his numbers, it's not like he's a stud, but he is a good enough quarterback like, to have no. on your team. He's not a you super good no. quarterback. You said that there's I think, acquisitions. What acquisitions what? do you like in the job? They have a new front office, new coach, new GM, a new coach. They're the Buffalo Bills, essentially. They, they have all oh, Bills staffing. Wow. That's bad. They – they have flexibility. They, they're locked in and definitely getting assets in the draft and free agency. I really think that they will make the playoffs. I'm not saying they'll win the division. I'm not saying they'll even win 10 games, but I do think they'll find a way in the playoffs. That's I, have one, I have one more. I've got, I've got one more team, team hot take. I think the next, the 2023 Super Bowl champs, you ready? The Los Angeles Chargers. It's a good take. I'm telling you, I think there are a few guys on defense away from just being unstoppable. I think Herbert's going to have an MVP type year. I think Herbert will have an MVP type year. 
it, hopefully they re-sign Mike Williams. He's a free agent, but I mean Eckler with his versatility in the backfield. Uh, the next maybe Patty Mahomes, and then his chemistry with Keenan Allen. That offense is lethal, and I love Staley. I love his aggression. He reminds me of Doug Peterson. It's just that defense, and once they get that right, oof, watch out for the Chargers. That's that's a good. I I like that take a lot. I love the Chargers. Any more any more hot takes around? No. All right, so let's let's dive in. Let's dive into our last category. We'll do a debate every week, and this debate is going to be top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. Maybe you should do top five. So it's not this doesn't time. include – yeah. yeah, let's do five. Let's five. do five. I like Great that. Seven. So we'll do top five QBs. Um, obviously, Brady retired, so we can't include him. Um, but, Brady's yeah. not anyways. Watson? <laughs> um, let's, let's not include Watson because of he, – he just didn't play last year. So let's not include Watson. Let's do quarterbacks that played last year that plan to play next year, top five. Whoever wants to go first can go first. All right, well, let's just let's just start with the undisputed ones. I think we can all agree Josh Allen and Mahomes are, are locks in the top five. Um, I still think Rodgers, you got to keep in the top five, even though his time's winding down. Um, I think the other two spots are a little more up for debate. I think I think Justin Herbert, like I said, going forward is I, I put him in my top five. Um, I just think he's got that he's got that he's got the ability to make throws that ninety nine percent of the league cannot make. There are throws that only really him, Mahomes, and and Allen can make. They got the biggest arms in the in the league, and he's mobile too. He's a lot more mobile than people think. Um, five. This one could go a lot of ways, but honestly, you guys are going to hate on this, but I might even put Lamar at five. I swear. I love that. I, I think I actually that. put Lamar at five. He had absolutely no help this year with the Ravens. He they were, dra- they were picking up running backs off the street in the parking lot to suit up, and Marquise Brown couldn't catch a cold in the freezing weather, and he still balled out, and, and the Ravens would have would have been in the playoffs had he not got hurt. But I think, I think Mac could been in number five there, Mac Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carson Wentz at five. <laughs> no, um, I agree. Though. I think the top three are like locked and solidified with Rodgers, Mahomes, and Allen. Um, I do like Herbert, and then the fifth spot, I, like you said, I like I love Lamar. I think Russ can make his case. Stafford balled out this year. I mean, I don't think guys. Stafford's quite there, but he's close. He's not far yeah, off. Yeah, he's probably like top seven or eight. Matt, Ginge, you guys have anything to change in that five? Yeah. I don't like Lamar. I know Matt doesn't like Lamar. I know Matt doesn't <laughs> like Lamar. I don't like Lamar at all at five. Give us your five, who you, Matt. Who do you switch in? I, I mean, so obviously we said, I think Rodgers, Allen, and, and Mahomes are locked. And then who said was your fourth? I didn't hear you say your fourth was. Did you say fourth or no? Yeah, the fourth Herbert. was Herbert, I said. Yeah, I like Herbert a lot. I was I was almost giving Herbert the credit almost over Josh Allen at one point, but then I realized Allen's definitely better than him. I think Herbert is potentially better than Allen, but he could. I, I still think like you say Burrow I, I, for the yeah. for the season that Burrow had, and like I, I think recency bias. What's that? Recency bias. That he is, like a good, that he is pure recency bias. I'm just saying still he in four games. I don't think that there's a guy that I would argue. I think Stafford. I think Wilson. I think. Um, who else even Stafford Wilson? Top five? 
No, I'm thinking these are the guys that will take over Lamar like, that are in uh, the spot. I think the four is locked. I think Herbert, Allen, Rodgers, and Mahomes are locked. And I'd say for sure at fifth, I just don't trust Lamar making the throw in the big-time moment. I don't think he's built for that. I don't think he ever will be. I think Lamar is one of the Madden players. Oh, the football playing. receivers. Huh? I should take that back. I was going to say, right, since we all had the same top five, just switch the question to this. Well, I actually, most- I actually was curious, Jack, before you get into that. I was curious yeah, yeah. if – any of you, because I actually think Josh Allen is the second best quarterback going into next year. I think it goes Mahomes and Josh Allen and Rodgers. They go very close, but I think I Josh agree. Allen. Those all interchangeable. I mean, by a little bit, and I think Lamar is at four, Stafford at five. That's what I think. Name Rodgers. I think Herbert's Rogers got third. Stafford. Is she saying Herbert's not on there over Lamar and Stafford? I think Stafford. It's not that I hate Herbert. I just don't think he's really. And I'm not saying Lamar has done anything exceptional. I mean, he has won an MVP, yeah, but throwing wise, you know, I just don't think Herbert has really proved anything. He, he put up a great season last year, but we haven't really seen him perform besides the one game against the Raiders that he ended up losing. So, I don't know. I think Herbert's great. I think Herbert goes right after Stafford. I think him and Burrow are right there. But I was just interested to see what you guys thought about Josh Allen. Give me Jalen Hurts over Lamar. Come on. Dude, it's <laughs> As the biggest Eagles fan here, I'll tell you, Jalen Hurts is not a franchise quarterback. <laughs> Jordan I can have a whole also. podcast. I can have a whole podcast. I just wanted a reaction for you. I'll take Jordan Love around too. But no, wait, what I was going to say, though, is since we all had, I mean, pretty much dead similar top fives, I want everyone to give me their most overrated and most underrated quarterback in the league. Jinji, you go first. I know who I'm going to say if you guys are. So, I think the most underrated QB in the league. Well, I can tell you the most overrated quarterback, in my opinion, is Joe Burrow. I think the reasons he biased was crazy. I'm not saying he's terrible, but I think I like where you're going with this. Talk about him being top five is ridiculous. I get it. His line was not good. He didn't have a lot of time to throw. But those weapons that he had on his team, I mean, look who Lamar is throwing to, aside from Mark Andrews. Look who Lamar is throwing to. He's throwing to He's throwing to Bateman. Hollywood Brown is not a number one receiver, and he's their number one receiver. You love Hollywood. And I I, I do love Hollywood. I'm just saying Hollywood is no Jamar Chase, no T. Higgins, and he's probably better than Tyler Boyd, but I don't know. What is Hollywood? Like, five ten bucks seventy, maybe? <laughs> exactly. He he should be a slot receiver and he doesn't play the slot, which is why I think look, Burrow's great. <clears throat> and he's young. He's it's his, he's only played two seasons. But this recency bias is crazy. He had all the weapons in the world to produce. And I, I just – I'm not buying it right now. Maybe in a couple of years he's going to be a stud and take over the league. I don't know. But for now, I just don't – That's another him. thing. Lamar's younger than Burrow, isn't he? Burrow's like – Lamar is younger he than Burrow. He came out Burrow. of college at 23, 24. He was old when he came out of the league because he transferred is, and took that gap year. Burrow's better than Lamar. It's just stupid. Here's a fun fact for you guys. Mahomes is only one year older than Burrow. He's been the year in the league three years longer. Yeah. And I mean, n- not taking anything away from that playoff run, but they stole that game against the Chiefs. I mean, they they could have very, very easily 
been bounced way before that. And I don't think they beat the Bills if they played. The- they had no business being in the Super Bowl. I've been I saying this from the start. Buffalo They're the Bills. worst Super Bowl team we've seen in a long I agree. time. I like, agree. Long time. I what about uh, Joe underrated? I think Joe Burrow is a great quarterback in the NFL. He's going to have a great future. He's great. Yeah, this is not a knock on Burrow. I'm just saying as of now, I would say. Who's your underrated probably, quarterback, Ginger? I think you can – well – you know, I think Lamar Jackson isn't talked about high enough, nearly enough. I think um, his accolades speak for himself. But I just think he's – I mean, I think he's a top-five quarterback. So I wouldn't even say he's underrated. I would say, you know, it, it depends. I mean, you could say Ross Wilson is underrated, but in my eyes, he's a legend. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess exactly. I would say Russell Wilson. There's people who go on both. I'll ends. tell you exactly. I'll tell you exactly. Third Jackson is say. The most underrated quarterback in the league, you're not going to guess who I'm saying. Most underrated quarterback, without a doubt, Derek Carr. Kirk Cousins. Oh, I like Kirk Cousins a lot. Like That's that. a runner-up. But I think Derek Carr does not get nearly enough credit. And I, I think if you think about it, he didn't even really have much weapons in, in Vegas. I mean, who was, I mean, he was making Zay Jones look like a stud in some games. I mean, and every yeah. game the Raiders played in, was a one possession game, the most exciting down to the wire games, and he never folded in the clutch. He, he, always he made came. Hunter Renfro look like oh my God. prime Jerry Rice. Like I've never Cooper seen him like it. He's like a Cooper Cup. Literally. Like he lost rugs. Waller was hurt all year, and he was still, he, they made the playoffs against Herbert when yeah. Herbert threw so for crazy. Herbert, yeah. I mean, that's that, 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 that a great. I think Derek Carr is the most underrated and most overrated. This might get some hate. I think this guy never wins a ring and never even gets close to a ring. Kyler Murray. Most I love that. I, love that. I, I, I think I Kyler Murray is – he sees the field like Jalen Hurts. I don't know what they teach at Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't know if they practice with, like, you know, like sunglasses on or something that fucks up your vision because those guys will miss he'll, – he'll throw it into a crowd of three guys on Christian Kirk and of a wide-open guy in the flat. I mean – it's it's predetermined where he's going with the rock before yeah, yeah. he's about I mean, five ten. I mean, he's playing. He, I, you can make the excuse he's playing injured. I agree though. He had D Hop for majority of the season. He got he got Ertz at the end of the season. Connor and Edmonds. His O line's ridiculous. Kirk like they've. I, he's got no excuse. No excuses. I really you guys disagree. I disagree with that. But I'll let Matt talk about. You like this. Kyler. I do like Kyler. I think last year. Um, doesn't speak for who Kyler is. I, I think, you know, he also didn't have D hop all year. Um, and look, he had weapons, but I just think it was just a, it was a little slump year for Kyler. I really think that he's going to be, he, he's going to have a Super Bowl. He, he will have a couple, I think. But that's just me. I think he, he messes well with the way QBs today play. He's a mobile quarterback. He's got a better arm than most quarterbacks in the league. I think, that last year won't speak for his future years. That's just me. Matt? I mean, he's still definitely a franchise quarterback, but I don't think he's anything elite at all. Disappointment. I could take 10 guys over Kyler. I can't. Uh, I can't take 10 guys over Kyler. Are you kidding me? I think I could. I'd take Derek Carr over Kyler any day. Okay. So, Ugh, my okay. stance on this is – I agree with the car. I like the car underrated a lot. I'll be actually be my guy also. I like, I like car a lot to be underrated. And I want to first speak on Kyler, what you said about Kyler, just all this hate on Kyler for absolutely no reason. 
Kyler Murray, I think, like I, I completely disagree with Jack and I agree with Ginger for this one. I think that Kyler Murray has potentially to be that fifth guy on a top five quarterback going forward. I think that Kyler this year, he didn't even have like a four. Besides Diop getting hurt, like him himself was hurt half the season. Like he never had a complete season of being healthy and his number one receiver being healthy once. I think that when Kyler Murray is fully healthy and his number one target's healthy as well, I think that the, I love the coach. I, I think that Kyler and Diop can do very, very good things in the future together. I, I, think, hate, I hate Cliff. I, I think he's a terrible I like coach. I, I think that Kyler is one of the most. I don't like Cliff too much either. I think Kyler's one of the most, like, Kyler's special. Ky- Kyler is going to definitely win a Super Bowl and he's going to do it soon. 100%. I agree. I agree. All right. So that's that's just about it. Thank you. Hey, where's my in. underrated? What, what was that? You're underrated. Go, Brandon. Jack uh, is not going to like this one bit. I have to go Jalen Hurts, though. Is it overrated or underrated? <laughs> underrated. <laughs> underrated. I, I mean. Why? Let me, you go first. I kinda, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> Uh, um, dude, he, you said to yourself, you, you were talking about throwing a bad receivers with Lamar. I felt bad for Jalen. His receivers were pathetic. He had eight different running backs, but really old and banged up O-line. And he's still some, he won them a few games they've shown him. He can't, like, he was a second yeah. half player. The thing is, we actually had, our O-line this year might have been the best in the league. You could make an argument. Jordan Malata is becoming one of the best young left tackles in football. Lane Johnson is probably the best right tackle. Jason Kelsey might still be the best center. Their O-line is filthy. I love Jason Kelsey. I hate the Devontae you know, Smith, I, I mean, every game you'd see on Twitter, even the last play of the Giants game when Rieger had that ball go through his hands, Devontae Smith was wide open, flashing in the corner of the end zone, and Jalen just staring down Rieger for some reason. Of all people, he's staring down Rieger. Jalen's field... The one thing I'll give Jalen is he has been getting better throughout his career progressively, but his field vision and his down the field throws, I mean, horrific, horrific. And his only wins, his wins against his wins uh, this season, not one came against the playoff team. So, oh, we all knew that. We knew that. Don't worry. I actually like Hurts. I really do I like Hurts. I, I think Hurts. he's not in a good scheme i think they're a very run heavy offense and i think i just i really would like to see the eagles trust his arm a little bit more next year i think he's a quarterback for a reason i don't know i just think they're trying to mimic the ravens play style too much and it worked they turned into a great running team but i think for jalen's sake for his own growth i think they should really air out the ball next year maybe add some weapons in free agency for him because, yeah, Devonta Smith was his best receiver last year, and he's a rookie. Yeah. Goddard was great, but, you know. Reader. He was a great quarterback in Oklahoma. I, I love Hurts. Yeah, if, he's great. The thing is, Jalen's going to get – if Jalen's the guy next year, we've got three first-round – We know. One year year then. That rents will come back. Like, oh, God, God, no. God, First year starter, like he, he'll, you got to learn. Not all rookies are, you know, NFL ready. I mean, I saw Minshew step into the same situation one game and throw for three hundred and three touchdowns. <laughs> I didn't see Jalen do that Jets. once. The Jets. I mean, Jalen hasn't done that once. So, given time, we'll see. Cool. Is that wrapping right. us up for our first show?
Yeah, so that's going to be a wrap. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll be getting at this maybe weekly, daily. We'll figure that out. But that's a wrap yeah. on the first episode. So and thank we'll you guys. Send to, we'll send it over to Scott Van Pelt to uh, – Oh, and one more thing we forgot to say is that we're going to have a very special person on the next one. This is not just the – well, this is not just the crew. We have, I think, one more, maybe potentially two more people that are going to be on this podcast. I can't name names yet. It's going to be a big surprise. It's like it's going to be a big thing. So big surprise. The fans will probably be very, very disappointed because he's not a very popular guy no. by any means. No one's really very hated, him. actually. Very hated, yeah. but he's very handsome. So we'll give him Former that. Former junior NBA. Legend. He is handsome. He is very. Yeah, he's a handsome. He has dude, a lot so of records in the junior it. NBA local rec league. Um. <laughs> He's been ejected quite a few times, and he drives a big white truck. If you ever want to look for his car, we're giving him too many hints now. I think the audience. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say his brother, but I went too far. I can't say anything. We can't. We can't (laughs) get that. That's immediately. That's great. Sorry, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for coming. Yep. See you guys later. Peace.